You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 801 on a Saturday morning. Good morning, Joe Giglio, live from the Morgata in Atlantic City. In this morning for Howard Eskin is he, and it feels like half of our radio station is out in L.A. getting set for the Eagles and the Rams, the L.A. Coliseum tomorrow afternoon and you know this game you know as we just start here talking about the game and and what it means it's a fun it really is going to be a fun game I think and the Eagles haven't had many really fun games this year I mean they've had some games where you walked away that that was fun to watch but there hasn't really been that many really tight really fun games for the Eagles this season the Giants game obviously early this season when Jake Elliott kicked the field goal and the Charger game in L.A., which is the last time Eagles fans took over Los Angeles, which seems like it's happening again. You know, those games were fun. But then there were a lot of games this year where the Eagles just took over and dominated. Obviously, last week was the opposite of that, where they didn't play well and they lost the game. We're due for one of these games. We're due for a game in which the game is close and the game is fun and kind of hanging in the balance in the fourth quarter. 8 at 8 to hop in, talking Eagles-Rams here on this Saturday morning from the Borgata. We'll talk to Mark Lawrence next hour of uh, Playbook.com to get his thoughts on the games and, uh, and really a good week 14 of a lot of important matchups in the NFL. But just after talking about this game all week and after talking to you guys about the importance of the game, who has to step up, Doug, Carson, the defense, all this stuff, and, and really this such an important part of the season that the Eagles have labeled this. You know, when the Eagles went out there to Los Angeles and, well, to the West Coast a couple weeks ago, when they went out to Seattle last week, you know, they said it. They said this is a defining moment of their season. This is kind of the defining stretch of their season. And they didn't have to say that. I mean, they were 10-1 and one at that point. You could have made a case that they could have lost a couple games in this trip and they'd still be okay. But they, they chose to make it big. They chose to make it a really big deal, whatever happens on this road trip. And you watch the way the rest of the NFC has played out here, and you watch the way the Eagles played last week. And the phrase must win has come up a bunch this week. I've heard it on different shows. I've heard callers say it. And at first, I've, I've resisted saying it's a must win because in reality, it's not. They're 10-2. and two. They have three games left after this. The idea they have to win this game, it, it's more of a perception than a reality. But if we're setting the goal for this Eagles team is win the Super Bowl this year or get to a Super Bowl, it is hard for me to believe they're going to do that if they don't win this game. And for two reasons. One, the winner of this game is probably going to get a bye. And the, the numbers and the chances of the Eagles getting a bye if they win compared to if they lose, it's night and day. If the Eagles win this game, they're basically off the first round of the playoffs. I mean, they'll clinch the division title on Sunday, regardless of what the Cowboys do with the win. And then if they just win a couple games the rest of the year, they'll have tiebreakers over everyone. They'll be up two with three to play. The Eagles will be slated for a bye in the first round if they win this game. They won't clinch it, but they're going to have it. So you look at the difference between the numbers of, of a team that gets a bye lately compared to if they have to play on the road or you know just play a first-round game, play an extra game. It's been a big difference. The last few years, it, it's been heavily slanted to the teams that make the Super Bowl, the teams that have the bye. And Howie Roseman actually ironically talked about this last year. That you know they didn't want to be a ten and six team. They wanted to be a team that could get a bye and put themselves in real position to go and compete for a Super Bowl. So you have that the specter of that that this game has real meaning to it. Not just 
you know, for this week, but real meaning for the NFC postseason, the picture. And, you know, we could throw in the idea of home field advantage is still out there for the Eagles. Now, they need the Vikings to slip up, and I think they could this weekend against the, the Panthers, but they need the Vikings to slip up. If they win, they put themselves in a position at least for the bye, maybe two for home field advantage again, as we'll kind of sort that out the last two weeks of the season. If they lose, though, if the Eagles don't win this game, the chances of getting a bye dip under 50%. It's like 95% to under 50 It becomes a toss-up, but really leaning towards they probably won't get a bye. So that's just the practical aspect of it. But if, if you just think of the psyche of the Eagles, and I think the psyche of, of us, too, it's going to be hard to imagine anyone talking about the Super Bowl or feeling the Eagles can actually make the Super Bowl this year if they lose this game on Sunday. And it doesn't mean they can't. There's plenty of time left. They will have playoff games. They're going to have a home playoff game, really regardless of what they do the rest of this regular season. They could probably lose out and have a home playoff game because the division is what it is, and the Eagles ran out ahead. So they're not done if they lose the game. But if we're setting the goal as Super Bowl, Minnesota, which I think when the Eagles reached 10-1, and that became a pretty consensus goal around here. And it became a pretty consensus feeling that this team can make the Super Bowl. They're the best team in the NFC. They might be the best team in the NFL. And it's amazing how one day, one bad stretch of football out in Seattle puts a big dark cloud over that. Because now the Eagles have to go out to L.A. and they have to go take on a good Rams team with a good coach and a good quarterback and a really good running back and some good playmakers on defense. And I was going to say home field advantage, but I'm not sure it's going to be a home field advantage for them. But they're at home. And a win is going to put the Eagles right back exactly where they were a week ago, in position to do everything we were talking about, everything you felt. But a loss hurts in many ways. It hurts in the practical aspect. But then just think about the Eagles' psyche. They, they made this trip a big deal. They said this is their litmus test. They said this is their chance to really prove themselves. Brandon Graham called this the defining stretch of their season. If you go and lose the defining stretch of your season, how do you recover? I I don't know if you can. Not for this year. At least not in the aspect of going out and making the Super Bowl. And then just think about all those people out there that have been telling you for weeks, oh, the Eagles aren't that good. They don't beat anybody. The schedule was soft. They beat up on a bunch of bad teams like the Bears and the 49ers. And I think the obvious retort to that for a couple weeks was, well, that's, that's who's on their schedule. What do you want them to do? And they beat those teams up. And it's not like they were squeaking by against those teams. They beat those teams up. So it was easy to just kind of swat those people away and say, just you don't know what you're talking about. The Eagles are a really good team. People around the NFL recognize they're a really good team. They haven't had the chance to play anybody. That's going to be harder to do if they lose to Seattle and and L.A. Because then the retort will be, every time they get a chance to play a good team, they lose outside of the Carolina game. You know, they haven't beaten a really good team in months and months. So that... That will be out there. And I think when you think about the Eagles' psyche in their heads, I think confidence will be shot if they lose this game. Probably not for next week against the Giants because they'll probably find a way to, to rally and go beat a bad Giants team. I, I don't think the Eagles will be, you know, lose out if they lose this game. They're not going to completely crater. But just think about it. No matter who they match up against in the NFC playoffs, they're going to see a good team. The NFC playoffs... It's as good of a conference right now, top to bottom, as it's been in a long time. You may have the wild card teams this year might win 11 games. One could win 12. 
But certainly 11 is going to be the wild card teams. Not 9, not 8 like we've seen in years past. No, it's going to be 11. These are really good teams. So whoever the Eagles take on in the first round of the playoffs or the second round, whenever they play their first game, it's going to be a really good team. And I think it's going to be hard for everyone in this city to convince ourselves and everyone of the Eagles to convince themselves, regardless of how the coaching staff frames it, that they are good enough to, to go on a special run this year if they don't win one of these games in the West, if they don't win one of these games against Seattle and L.A. And obviously the Seattle one's done. It's in the bag. They lost. They didn't play well. And now they have to recover. So the idea of must win and what that means on Sunday. When this week started, I kind of laughed it off. I was like, this, this is not a must win. It, it can't be. Because some people love to do the must win thing every week. Well, every, this is a must win. This is a must win. They all can't be must wins. There's 16 of them. And when you've already basically clinched your division, we have to kind of figure out what we mean by must win. But if the goal is to make the Super Bowl this year, to take a special start and to not waste it, I do think this is a must win. Because I just can't see the Eagles bouncing back from losing both of these games probably losing the idea of the bye, and then walking into a playoff scenario against really good NFC teams and saying, yeah, we're going to beat three in a row to get to the Super Bowl. Just suddenly we're going to turn it on and we're going to be able to beat these teams that we couldn't beat a month ago. I don't think the confidence will be there. I think the Sharks will kind of circle in the water and everyone will be jumping on the Eagles this week as they were that team. Every year has one of those teams that they get off to a good start, but they're, they're paper tigers. They're not real. And I don't believe that about the Eagles. I think they're legitimately very good to borderline great team, considering how they played to start the season, how they beat teams up, their offense, their defense. They've got a lot going for them, an MVP-level quarterback. But if they don't win tomorrow, it's all going to feel you – know, I can't even imagine the way it's going to feel Monday right here, but it's going to feel different. It's going to feel like 10-1 and one wasn't real. It's going to feel to them like it wasn't real. Forget us. I don't think they could sell themselves on we are a great team. We just we can't be any good teams. Like, that doesn't work. If you're going to be great, you're going to have to beat some great teams and beat some really good teams along the way. And the Eagles haven't had a chance to do that, save for last week, for a long time. So this is a big litmus test. And I don't think we're making this too much of a big deal. I think it's real. I think if the Eagles' goal is to go make a Super Bowl and make a trip to Minnesota – this win's got to be part of the journey. This victory over the Rams has to be part of the journey. 8 at 8, 9494 pound 9494 on your AT&T Verizon Wireless. Someone's, we're going to hear from Howard. Howard's going to wake up early. Let's got a text from Howard Eskin on the West Coast. He's going to call in uh, to his show. So he's going to jump on in a few minutes to give his thoughts on the game. I saw a, a couple pictures on Twitter yesterday. He had an In-N-Out burger, which I've never had. I've heard it's good. I've actually heard it's great. Uh, but I think everyone here is just jealous of the whole contingent that is on the West Coast. Partially, we're excited for them because the Eagles fans are going to take over Los Angeles. They already have. I've been seeing tweets from uh, different beat writers saying that they can't go a few minutes without seeing midnight green and just Eagles jerseys everywhere. It's going to be a sea of green tomorrow um, at L.A. Coliseum, which is going to be fun. It's going to be like the Charger game, which was a cool atmosphere to watch on TV, just hearing the Eagles chants in a road stadium like that. Different because the L.A. Coliseum is bigger uh, the Rams will have some fans out there, and, and they are a good teams, so you would think there'd be something to that where people would want to go watch that football team play. Early in the season, the Chargers didn't really have that. Um, they've, they've actually played well lately. That, that win for the Eagles looks a little better now, but this should be a fun atmosphere tomorrow. So we'll talk to Howard in a little bit, get his thoughts on the game and 
what it's been like on the West Coast for the week. But sense of urgency here, a must-win feel. It's there. I, I sense it's grown over the week. And, and the thing I like about this conversation and what we're talking about right now is I think the Eagles feel it. It's one thing. Look, we, we have these conversations all the time on this station and just, you know, walking around talking to anybody. Well, do they have to win the game? How big is it? They better win. I've noticed this week the Eagles, and I've liked this all week, the Eagles from Doug Peterson, who was not happy with the way they practiced last week. I don't think he was happy with the preparation last week. To the players this week, they've all put a really big onus on this game. They've all put a really, really big onus on this game. They, and I don't think I've heard any of them actually come out and say, this is a must win. But they have. They have talked about it in terms of, of urgency, and they want to bounce back. And, and you could sense, just listening to them, they get it. I think they get what's at stake here in terms of the bye, in terms of the playoffs. But I also think they get that they need this one for themselves. So just to kind of put in their back pocket before we get anywhere close to the playoffs and say, we're legit. We're not a paper tiger. We're not a team that just beats up on bad teams and bad quarterbacks. We're legit. They need this one. I think they know it. 888-729-9494. Let's grab Mike in Delaware. What's up? What's going on, Mike? Uh, good morning. Good morning, bud. Um, this is the second week in a row I'm hearing, like, a sports host saying this team and great in the same sentence. I just want to say let's just let them win a playoff game or, like, win something first before we talk about them being a great team. Let's just, like, slow down a little bit. That's all, you know? Well, I mean, they had, they had played for They're the first. Good. Yeah, no, well, well, they were better than that. For the first 11, 12 weeks of a season, they were playing, like, the great teams of all time. So you have to, you have to acknowledge that. But them great teams of all time won playoff game in Super Bowls. This sure. team hasn't won a playoff game yeah, yet. We're not That's there yet. Like, we're, we're, I know, but we're not there yet, Mike. Okay. Well, well, when we get there, we could say that. But as of right now, they have performed like a great team. But you can't not say they haven't. They have performed like a great team. I just don't think – I don't know if they're a great team yet until they actually win something. That's all. And I think that's fair. And I think for okay. them – I don't think they know it yet either. And I think that's why I was talking about the psyche right. of this game on Sunday. I think they need to beat a good team to convince themselves. Yeah, I'm not an Eagles fan, but I, I absolutely think they bounce back and beat this team like 27 to like 17 or something like that. Well, you, well, if they do, a lot of people around here are going to be happy. I think a lot of people in that building, like, and I appreciate the call, are going to be happy. I don't think it's going to be that big of a score in terms of uh, discrepancy. I think the Rams are good, and I think the quarterback matchup is fun. The coaching matchup, there's a lot in this game that is going to be really fun to watch, and I think it's close. We haven't had many of those close games this year. There's been a lot of blowouts. The Eagles won a couple close games late September. Giants, Chargers, they haven't had many, though. It's been, a, it's been an odd year, a fun year, but an odd year where the games are just kind of par- a party scene, and they're done in the fourth quarter. I think we're headed towards a close one. In the fourth, 888-729-9494, pound 9494. On your AT&T, Verizon, wireless cell phones, we'll talk about the game. Howard will join us from Los Angeles. Mark Lawrence coming up at 940. We'll take some phone calls as well. Must win? I usually hate that term, but if the goal for this year is to go win a Super Bowl or make the Super Bowl and get through the NFC, this does feel like a must win for the Philadelphia Eagles. Joe Giglio hanging out with you live from the Borgata in Atlantic City on Sports Radio 94 WIP. 823 on a Saturday morning. Joe Gileo live from the Borgata in Atlantic City in for Howard Eskin on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Howard, along with basically half our station, is out in L.A. getting set for this game. Howard, of course, covering the Eagles, and uh, he was with them all week, hanging out out there. And uh, Angelo's out there. I saw, I saw a photo last night of Joe Conklin, Joe Wechter. Like, everyone is out there 
in L.A. So I would imagine tomorrow, because Fox is having like a college game day feel before this game, which I think is really cool. They haven't done anything like this. I can't remember the last time they did this. I know they travel sometimes for the, the NFC Championship game. Fox will go and, and bring their whole crew to wherever it is, Green Bay, or it is you know, Philadelphia back in the day, or it is wherever, the, whoever's hosting the game. You know, Seattle, San Francisco, whatever it is. And, but tomorrow they're going to be outdoors. They're going to have a um, kind of a college game day feel. They had a casting call this week, which was, I think, embarrassing for Rams fans, that they had to put out a call to make sure they got enough Rams fans, that little pregame show thing they're going to do uh, before the game. But it's going to be a fun atmosphere. Lots of Eagles fans are going to be out there. And, obviously, it is, uh, it's a big game for the Eagles after the way they played last week. A bounce back um, has to be in the cards. Let's go out to the phone lines here. Schwartz Carlton, guest line. On his own show, calling in early this morning from Los Angeles, Howard Eskin. What's up, Howard? Hey, I'm on the guest line. Oh, that's big. That is You've big. made it now, Howard. <laughs> now you finally made it. Yeah, you know what's going on? I can't wait for a game because it's been a long week out here. Now, I don't think it's that way for the players. It's like the end of spring training, and you say, you know what, are we done yet? It's just thinking coming from Seattle, I've been gone since last Saturday. Uh, so I think everybody, I know that I know I am, but I'm sure the players are uh, ready for a game. So, and we're not even the team doesn't even stay close to LA. Uh, so there's really there's a great shopping center across the street, but that's about it. Uh, so we're not in Los Angeles. We're outside Los Angeles. So. It, Everybody's ready. Uh, uh, the players, uh, they're ready. Uh, but they know they screwed up last week. And they all, everyone that I've t- talked to, pretty much said, you know, using uh, the same terms, it was a wake-up call. Using other terms, it was a wake-up call. Uh, and I think they're going to have a great game on Sunday. Howard, we, we haven't spoken since last week, but I, what, what was your read on, on the way they performed? I looked at it more as, they didn't just get beat up or get you know, punched in the mouth by a good team. I thought that they beat themselves last Sunday. I thought it was really uncharacteristic of, of the Eagles we've watched so far this season. Well, it was uncharacteristic, and they, uh, they, they did get uh, a rude awakening because the week before they were sloppy against the Bears. And then you can, you can do that against the Bears and still kill them. Well, not, it was the Bears. Uh, yeah, I guess it was the You forget who you played before Seattle. Uh, but against Seattle, you can't do that. The two plays I thought, well, there's things that define the game. Two plays define the game. The fumble by Carson Wentz through the end zone. That's seven points. The holding call, and they had too many penalties when LeGarrette Blunt got down to the one-yard line. That really hurt him. That was a touchdown because they would have scored from there. And Carson Wentz did not throw the ball well uh, the first half. And he knows that better than anybody. I've, I've talked to some of the players. They thought, and they'll, they'll always tell you they had a good practice, but from everybody that observed it, it was really good practices this week. They knew what they had to do. So from that standpoint, it was good. And Carson Wentz is so angry he won't say that but was so angry with the way he played last week uh and and he's the kind of player and the kind of person that will certainly learn from that and just not take it for granted i for granted i think he's going to have a really good game uh tomorrow a really good game 
Howard, how about the matchup here? This is a fun game. I mean, there's there's a lot of aspects of this this one against the Rams that that really uh, we haven't seen much of this this year in terms of the quarterbacks that you know the two quarterbacks from last year. Both coaching staffs are relatively new. McVay's done a great job. When you look at this game. This seems like a really fun matchup that I don't think Fox knew was going to be this big of a game before the season, but they kind of lucked into a good one here. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, that, that, that NBC didn't fight hard enough to get it on Sunday night. I'm glad because who the heck wants to wait around two weeks in a row to play a Sunday night game? It's not good for anybody. Uh, but it is, yeah, nobody expected the Rams to be this good, but nobody expected the Eagles to be this good. They knew who the quarterbacks were, but. As the quarterback said, it'll be from the fan standpoint to watch both of them play is against each other. But they really don't, in their minds, and they've both said it, do not play against each other. Uh, uh, Carson Wentz is playing against the Rams' defense, and Goff is playing against uh, uh, the Eagles' defense. So, it, yes, it's the two, the first two picks of the draft a year ago. Uh, they know each other. They're great. Uh, despite the, the dumbest question I've heard in years, years and years, uh, was a question to Carson Wentz the other day. The last question in the news conference, it was a way that should have ended the question early. Uh, Carson, you're friends with Jared Goff. Do you really want to win? No, I want to lose. Yeah, he didn't say that. I mean, the dumbest question, dumb, I've ever heard. He wants to win because of what happened last week. He wants to win because uh, the Eagles have a chance for home field. And I think after this week, they will have it. I think they will win, and I think Minnesota will lose at Carolina. So between both those things, it will put the Eagles back in a good position with the Giants and the Raiders. Uh, the Giants on the road and the Giants stink. They, they're going to have their game, I think, against the Cowboys, and then they won't be the same the following week when the Eagles play them. And then they play the Raiders uh, and Dallas at home. So they can put themselves in a great position, and I think they will, and I think Minnesota will. Minnesota plays their third straight road game. So uh, that's not good for any day. The Eagles do it next week too, but they're playing the Giants. Uh, the Minnesota's doing it, the, the Vikings are doing it, and they're playing the Panthers. But the only – the only little problem, I don't think Zach Ertz will play tomorrow. Uh, and that takes away a little bit from their offense. He's back in concussion. They never said he was out, but I believe that he was out of concussion protocol and then went back into concussion protocol. And he's practiced a little bit, limited practice, but I do not think he's going to play on Sunday. And that, that's too bad, too. Yeah, you know, it's a big loss. I mean, such a big part of the offense. Howard, if, if Ertz doesn't go, um, wh- who do you look at as, as the guy that's going to have to pick up the slack? Alshon last week, I thought the first game after his contract, which I think he signed right after you and I got off the air here last week at the Borgata, right. he didn't do much. I mean, it was, it was, he was just there, but he didn't make a big impact. Last week, obviously, Nelson Aguilar was the kind of the star of the offense. And if Carson had played better, which you had mentioned earlier, Nelson might have had – I don't know, 175, 200 yards receiving against Seattle. When you, if you, if Ertz doesn't play, who are you looking at that's really going to have to uh, to make some plays for them to win this game here? Well, it certainly does limit the plays they can use on offense. But Trey Burton uh, obviously uh, will get more receptions as a tight end. The tight end is is obviously very good in this offense. But remember, Nelson Aguilar is playing on the field that he played his college football. 
So uh, I think Nelson Aguilar will be pumped with that uh, back at USC. Uh, so he obviously will, and he has played great this year. Uh, one of the players told me, uh, other than Carson Wentz, he thinks Aguilar was the MB- is the MVP this year, which is when you think, and that was an unsolicited comment from one of the players that told me that obviously the, the other wide receivers will have to pick it up, and I think they will. Uh, it just limits the plays you can run on offense. But remember this, the Rams are not very good against the run. So uh, they're going to try to run the football, uh, as they always try to do. Uh, the Rams, I think, are 27th in the league against the rush. Uh, and uh, I, I think you're going you're gonna to see uh, you're going to see the Eagles really try to run the football, and there's no reason why they shouldn't have success running the football. But the other, you know, all the wide receivers uh, will get involved, and I think that's going to be a big part of it. But it don't I, they can't sleep on Trey Burton. Again, you're limited in some of the things play-wise that you can do uh, if Zach Ertz doesn't play. And, again, I don't think he's going to play. Uh, but I think you'll see the other guys pick it up. They're going to score. I think they'll score points. I think they'll both be at least in the 20s. But the Eagles just have a better defense, and they'll be tested. Uh, their run defense will be tested with, with Todd Gurley. But hey, they're ready, and they're ready. And they, uh, to a man, they were excited. Kobe Bryant came uh, over uh, yesterday, which I'm sure everybody has read about or heard about, and talked to the team. And he was uh, he was really, really, really vocal. Uh, many uh, analogies, stories, and uh, he pumped up the players. And talking to them yesterday after practice, he got them pumped up. And they think about. I know they'll think about uh, many of the things he said about being a killer. Uh, if you have a bad start, as Carson did, you can't worry about it. You just got to flush it away and move on. And but he said it in a very loud, vocal way and a very authoritative way. And the players, because it was Kobe Bryant, they were pumped because a lot of them are NBA fans. But because of the way he said it, but they are ready for this game and the win. And I think I think you're going to see everybody have a good game. But it can't have any penalties. And you can't have any – when the Eagles don't turn the ball over, they don't lose the game. And that's – that's it's, it's a simple, simple way to play football, but you've got to make sure that that happens. Now, I think they'll be pumped, but I can't wait for – and you were you mentioned it right before I went on the air. I can't wait for all those actors dressed up as Rams fans uh, before the game. What a joke that is. Is it that is. a joke? So, so have you noticed – I'm sure you have, but is it – does it feel out there – from what you've seen, like there's a lot of Eagles fans. I mean, it, oh, in yeah. L.A., there's Eagles fans anyway. But have, have there been more? And do you think it's going to be a big Eagle crowd tomorrow? I think it's going to it's going to be a big Eagles crowd, but it can't sound the same as the Chargers game because that was such it was half the size of the stadium. The Chargers stadium was half the size, so they overwhelmed that. There's all all kinds of tickets available. But it, it, hey, listen. If the Fo- if Fox is trying to get Rams fan to come out to the pregame show outside the stadium, it's obvious that the Rams fans, whatever whatever they are, I, I, why they have a team out in LA and the fans don't really, I, I think they, I don't think they're Rams fans that come out to the game. I think they're people who just want to come out and see football. Uh, but the Eagles fans will be very vocal. Uh, you see a lot, lot of Eagles jerseys all over the place. They wait for him at Angel Stadium outside of, after practice. They wait for him to come out. They wait for him at the hotel. 
they're they're here. Eagles fans, it's crazy. I mean, there's two West Coast games. Well, actually, three because Seattle. And then two games in L.A., the game in Seattle, and they were all representing. Uh, yeah, they're, they're all over the place. And they will be all over the place and in there on Sunday. But it can't sound the same, but you will hear them uh, in the Coliseum. Uh, and and that, that helps the team. They know it. They get excited about that. Uh, but I, I think with all that, they're really going to have a really, a really good game. Uh, I really think they're going to have a good game. I just, I just sense it. They know it's, it's all business. I see a lot of them uh, when they come back to the hotel. They come back well before bed check. Not all of them, but a lot of them uh, come back well before bed check. And uh, there's bed checks all week. And, and they'll be bed checked tonight. It's a little earlier tonight. Uh, but they, listen, we're so far away from L.A., it's senseless to go to L.A. Uh, so, but they come back and they're ready, and I hear guys get to sleep early. They're ready for this game. This is, this is a big game. People, and I heard you talk about being a must game. I don't think it's a must game. I think it's an extremely important game. Uh, and with that in mind, uh, you hate to lose a game, but that was, they learned from last week. And, and I think with all that, and the Eagles fans are ready. They're all over the place with their in-and-out burgers, all the nonsense that goes on out here. Uh, they are ready. Well, speaking of, i got to ask you about the in-and-out burger. I saw the, the photos you put up last night, Howard. I've never had one. I went, I went out there once when I was a kid, but I didn't go uh, to an in-and-out burger. So give us the Howard Eskin in-and-out burger review. Well, I'm not a burger person. I like them. But you try not to eat them because if you eat too many of them, you, you just you won't stop. Are they good? Yes. Are they the best thing that you've ever had in the world? I'm not going to go that far. The double burger. We had the double burger. We didn't have, I guess there's a thing called the animal burger. Um, I don't even know what all those things are. But it was a double burger with melted cheese. The roll was really good. Lettuce, the whole thing. Uh, it was really good. But... Back in Philadelphia, I think uh, we have burger places that are just as good. I will say that. Uh, I'm not going to go. Angela goes crazy uh, because he wants people to think that way. I, it's a burger. It's a couple of burgers. Uh, the meat's no different, but it is. I mean, you just, hey, listen, I could eat burgers all day long if I let myself do it. And it is good. But I wouldn't say it's the best burger that I've ever had. I wouldn't say that. Uh, but it is very good. There's no question. I had had my first one yesterday. It's the first time I've had a burger in a long time. But it was really good. All right, Howard, let's end with this after the burger review. Uh, what's, what's the latest? Is there anything going on with the, uh, with, the fire, with the fires out there? We saw the photos and the videos all week. Is, is there anything close to you guys? Is anything with the game going to be affected? I saw a tweet last night. Someone was saying the air quality, and it was, like, smoky in the air. Anything going on with that? Well, I, 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 see, I don't believe everything I read because some people said the game, if somebody wrote that the game could be moved to Angel Stadium. Angel Stadium is not, can't house a football game because there's construction going on there. Just because they have a football field there doesn't mean that's going to happen. Now, remember, the team is in Costa Mesa, which is south of Los Angeles, and the fires are north of Los Angeles. So it's far enough away. I think I, 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 had, I smelled a touch, a touch of smoke in the air the other morning. But that was it. At Angel Stadium, I, I don't smell anything. 
uh, I went to see uh, one of my kids who works at the Disney Studios in Burbank. And there he said a couple of times when he left work, he could see the smoke and some of the light from the fire. But I was there the other night and did not see it at night. I didn't sense or smell the smoke. I know it's out there. I know it's a, it's an unbelievable disaster of a fire. It's incredible. Uh, but uh, I don't think it's going to change the game. Uh, I did not hear of any real problems at the Coliseum. You might smell it a little bit. So people, maybe they'll hand out these, these masks that I see people wearing uh, around the area. I don't know. But they're going to play a football game there on Sunday. And I'm not near the smoke of the fire, uh, being I'm so far south. And I didn't really smell it the other night. And now the winds have died down. So I think the battle against the fire is better. The, the Santa Ana winds, I don't know why that phenomena happens. It was so windy here the beginning of the week. It was unbelievable. Yesterday it was calm. It's supposed to be calm for the game. There might be some gusts of wind uh, periodically, uh, but that's what really blows the smoke that way, and I think the wind is going the other way. So with that, then the smoke blows the other way. I have not heard that there will be a problem um, with air quality, uh, you might smell a tinge of the smoke, but I don't. I have not heard there'll be. And, and talking to the team, they have not heard anything uh, that there. It will be fine for a game on Sunday, unless the winds change uh, and something else happens. It should be okay at the Coliseum. It's not okay where the fires are. Obviously, it's pretty sad. Uh, but we're going to play a football game on Sunday, and there's no excuses for anybody. Uh, and the fans are going to be out there. Hey, listen, they. Those fires could be burning right next to the Coliseum, and those fans, the Eagles fans, the Rams fans that run, uh, but the Eagles fans will be there. One way or the other, they're going to be there. Yeah, I have no doubt about that. There's going to be a lot of green. I'll hear some Eagles chants on TV. Howard will hear you on the broadcast with uh, Merrill and Mike tomorrow. Enjoy uh, the rest of your long trip, and uh, I'll see you soon. Hey, Joe, take care of everybody at the Borgata. Have a good time. And tell the people that always deliver me the tasty cake, that I'll be back next week at the Borgata. Oh, I will do. Howard Eskin from La- from Los Angeles, or outside Los Angeles, joining us here. Howard, have a good one. And uh, a lot there we talked about, the fires, which have just been so awful in, in the California area. And hopefully everything you know gets better and does not affect the game, but certainly just gets better. The matchup, the In-N-Out Burger, we'll talk more about it. 888-729-9494, pound 9494 on your AT&T Verizon wireless cell phone. When we come back, I'll give you the guy I think could be a key tomorrow. He has had a role here that we've talked about a lot on the offense, but I think tomorrow might be his day to really start shining. We'll talk about that, take some phone calls. Joe Giglio live at the Borgata on Sports Radio 94 WIP. 8.49 on a Saturday morning. Joe Giglio with you live from the Borgata in Atlantic City in this morning for Howard Ask. We just talked to Howard who woke up early out west in, uh, what is he, Costa Mesa? They're not actually in Los Angeles, but they're close enough. To L.A. as the Eagles get ready for the game. Howard joined us talk about the game, the In-N-Out Burgers, and the week out there in Los Angeles for the Eagles, which I think ultimately was the right decision here by Doug Peterson and the Eagles coaching staff to do this, to stay out there. You know, I'm sure the game and the result will dictate how we feel. If the Eagles go out there and get blown out tomorrow, people will be like, well, they should have came home. I, I think this whole thing made sense, though, from the start, not having to fly back twice, not doing the jet lag thing, the preparation aspect of it, and it seems like, as Howard was just saying, you know, the guys with the curfew check and there's been no issues. You always wonder this. And I feel like 
maybe this was a, a thing in the past, not so much anymore, but you always wonder, like, when teams are away, like Super Bowl week, who's going to get in trouble? Who's going to do something stupid? The Eagles, I don't think, have many guys like that in this group. I think it's a pretty, it's a pretty good group of players, one, in terms of talent, and two, in terms of character. I didn't expect anyone to go do something really dumb this week, but we're, you know, a little over 24 hours from the game, and everyone seemed to have a good, solid week, no problems, curfew, all that's good. And they prepared, and now they're ready. and have to worry about the jet lag. They're all settled in. Time difference is over. So I think it was a good decision uh, by Doug Peterson and the Eagles coaching staff to stay out there, and we'll see if it kind of manifests itself uh, in a good performance. Let's go to the phone lines here, 888-729-9494. I threw out early the idea of a, a must-win type of game for the Eagles. Literally, it's not. You could, they're 10-2. and two. They're going to win the division. But from a mental standpoint, it does feel like a must-win. If the Eagles are going to go out there – and compete to go to a Super Bowl this year, it's hard to imagine them bouncing back from losing both of these games. With their psyche, with the losing the bye, all those kind of things, it feels like if this season's going to end in Minnesota, part of the journey is going to be a win tomorrow. Lamont, the Cowboys hey. fan. What's up, Lamont? <laughs> hey, good morning, Joe. How you feel, Joe? I'm doing, Joe, bu- I'm doing well, buddy. I think this is a very scary game for the Eagles this week. I, I, I really do. Um I, I got serious problems this week with this game because of uh, Sean McVay. If he outcoaches Doug Peterson, there's a problem. Well, he's a good coach, Lamont. I mean, I'm not going to go crazy. I'm, I'm not going to go crazy if if McVay has a good game. He's a really good coach. The two of them right now are probably right there, along with Zimmer in the Coach of the Year conversation. That's what I'm saying. That I mean, this is gonna, this is a big game, Joe. This is a big game, and the Eagles could lose out, Joe. The rest of the season. No, they can't. Lamont, are you crazy? Hey, listen. Lamont, they have the 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 Giants and Raiders They got the Raiders and they got the Cowboys. But the Raiders are bad. The Raiders are bad, Lamont, and the the Giants next. The Giants are awful. Okay, Joe. I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right, Joe. But they they always get up for them games, Joe. Well, they do. But I'll tell you what, Lamont, I think – Tomorrow, if, if, any, if the Giants are going to have one big day the rest of the year, it's probably tomorrow. They just changed the coach. They put Eli back there, in. Yeah. Are you going to the game? I'm in New York now. Yeah, I'm going there. Yeah, yeah I, can see them, I can see them playing with a little, uh, a little pep in their step tomorrow. But, yeah, look, I think the Eagles game here, it's a fun matchup. I mean, you have McVay, you have Peterson, you have Goff, you have Wentz. And, Lamont, I think the Eagles need this game. They need to get one of these games. Hey, are they losing this game, Joe? And we give you the score. All right, I'll we talk go. to you next time. Okay. 30. 24, Joe. 30-24. Well, I could see the score being close. I think the Eagles are going to win the game. Lamont, I appreciate it. But in terms of McVay and Peterson, like, I'm not going to make a big deal if McVay has some good moments. He's a really good coach. And I've noticed a lot watching their games. He's kind of the puppet master. I'm not saying Goff's not a good quarterback, but it's not like the Eagles. It's not like when Carson Wentz goes to the line and he diagnoses something that he and Doug Peterson had talked about during the week and he recognized the defense. Jared Goff goes to the line. He's looking at the sidelines. And Sean McVay's telling him, look, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. He's still executing. He's got a good arm. He can move a little bit. He throws on the run pretty well. But that, that whole operation, that is, a, that is more of Sean McVay's doing. The offense out there is uh, it's pretty darn good, and I think McVay's the biggest reason why. Mike in Westchester. What's up, Mike? Hey, good morning, Joe. How you doing, bud? I'm uh, doing well. You know what? You, got, you know, you can't expect a Cowboys fan to ever say, you say the Eagles are going to win. Do you really? Well, now he has the same – it's like the same shtick every week with him. He does. I know. I know. He's all right. But he just he – just, it's tired a little bit away. First of all, 
the and Eagles are going to win. It's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be like 30, 30, 27, something like that. It's going to be a three to six, seven point game, in my opinion. It's going to be close because it's going to be a high scoring game, both sides. But I think the Eagles, like, the Eagles are going to turn Goff over twice and win the game. I think that's the key to it. You get, you get him, you get pressure on him, he'll get happy feet. I, I see that happening. And I think the big thing, Mike, because I've noticed a lot, a lot of their big plays are off play action. When, when he yep. has time back there and the defense thinks it's a run, he has a pretty deep ball and they make deep plays. If the Eagles stop the run early in this game and take away play action, I think it's going to expose Goff a little bit. You're also going to see more blitzes uh, than you've probably seen all year from Jim Schwartz's defense. What do you think? I could. I mean, they could, they could send, like, run pressure where they're just trying to clog up the lanes and just sending everybody to stop Gurley, and if, they, if it's a pass, they'll go get, they'll get Goff. But the one thing I worry about in this game is the deep pass and, and the big play. Because the Rams, you notice they don't put a lot of big, you know, long drives together. They're not great in the no. red zone. But, you know, Goff has a lot of those 40- or 50-yard touchdown passes. If they do blitz, Mike, they better get there because we saw last week they didn't get there and, and they got burned. Yeah, a different scenario. I think this year, as opposed this this week, as opposed to last week, much different environment. I think you know you don't have the uh, and you don't have the accomplished quarterback like you had in Russell Wilson. So I think, I think uh, you know it's going to be it'll be a chess match between Peterson and McVay. But I think he's going to push the right buttons. And I think Jay Jai is going to be big in this game. I think he's going to be huge in this game. I think they're going to run him a lot. I do too, Mike. Mike he's the one I was thinking field. about. He's the one I was thinking about. He it feels like. He's, they've slowly worked him in, but this week against a, a bad run yep. defense, I think it yep. might be his big week. They're like 26 or 27 against the run. They're one of the worst run defense in the league. And, uh, and I think after they win this game, I think, you know what, that, play, that game on the, the Saints game was huge because now and then it puts the Eagles in a better uh, you know, position where they don't have to, you know, Minnesota I think is going to lose one game, Joe. So the Eagles I think are going to end up being 14-2 or 13-3, but they're still going to get the top. They're going to get number one. Minnesota lose this week, Eagles win. That puts them right at the top of the, you know, top of the heat. Yeah, they're back. You're right. They'd be back, and they would have the tiebreaker then because I think the tiebreaker, Mike, I always appreciate it, is common opponents, and the Eagles beat the Panthers. Obviously, the Vikings are playing the Panthers this week. More importantly, the Eagles have to win this game. Get the bye. Make sure they have their own business taken care of. And then then you see what the tiebreakers are and all that kind of stuff with the Vikings and, and if the Eagles have to play all the way down the stretch. But, but I do think that... Uh, if the Eagles win this game, a bye is almost almost a guarantee. And then home field could be back in play. 8 at 8 729 9494 pound 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless cell phones. Eagles, Rams, we'll touch a little bit on the Sixers. Embiid not playing tonight. And I know some people are going to be upset because it's the Cavs. I think it is the – if they're going to hold them out for the back-to-back, which they always are now. I mean, I, I, I'm not holding my breath for them to play any back-to-backs anytime soon. He said January. We'll see. I think they made the right choice and to send him out against the Cavs and give him a better chance to win tomorrow night's game. We'll talk about that. The Eagles, and I'll tell you, who won offense I think has to step up. Kind of silent last week uh, in a game, and they need him this time. We'll talk about it. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Gillio in for Howard, live from the Borgata in Atlantic City. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 